Today, we're talking about red light therapy, benefits, side effects, uses, and all the wizardry, magic, and sorcery it claims to provide for people. Now, admittedly, when I first looked at red light therapy, I was a bit skeptical, but I have to tell you, over the years and recently with all the research that's come out, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of it, it's pretty compelling. So we talk about the red light stuff. We also get into uh, uses for, case uses for benefits, pros, cons, et cetera, on heat therapy, specifically in dry saunas and steam rooms. If you listen to our podcast and specifically to this episode, you're probably looking for some type of an edge for your performance, aesthetics, recovery, and longevity. And it's highly likely that you're using some type of dietary supplement. Well, we've just released our supplement roadmap guide. You can find it free. On our website, you can go to rdfguides.com and download it. It'll give you all kinds of recommendations, some of our favorites, and some direct links for some products and even some discount offers. Last thing to leave you with here is, as always, these episodes are brought to you by RDF Training Products and Programs. You can find out more about that by going to rdftrainonline.com. So when you go to rdfguides.com to download that guide, visit around, see what you like. You'll find all the different things that we do here at Red Dot Fitness, including personal training programs, self-guided programs, and membership options. Again, that's rdftrainonline.com. Welcome to Iron Sights. This podcast candidly seeks to create opportunities and deliver impact by sharing the experiences and wisdom of successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders who unapologetically aim to win in health, fitness, business, and life. I'm your host, Scott Howell. Welcome to Old School Meets New School. Tradition meets innovation, and imperfection meets excellence. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. What what experience have you guys had with uh, red light therapy, or you're even like near infrared therapy? You guys been around this at all? Yeah. Cece, do you want to lead it off? I think my first experience with red light therapy was... Back in 2010-ish, my dog had uh, a cyst on his paw. We had him, you know, we took him to the vet and then the vet said, we think it's precancerous. And so, you know, you could either have him go through radiation for however many weeks and going there every week for however many weeks, or we can amputate. And he was older and, but he still had a lot of life in him. So we thought, well, quality of life and Anyway, it was a really hard decision. We ended up having his leg amputated. And part of the healing process was red light therapy. And that was to help with enhancing, decreasing inflammation, bringing um, nutrients and and blood flow to the area to help with the healing process. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was my first experience with red light therapy. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and I've... Um... I actually worked for a short time in like a wellness center type yeah. of place that had infrared saunas and I used it myself. I was actually a client there before I was working there for a brief period of time. And yeah, you would step into this dry sauna and there was the red light attachment on the door, very bright, uh, very bright red light. Um, as an employee there, I had to explain it to people as well, but you basically, you sit in there light hits you. It's supposed to be really good for your skin. Good for, of course, detoxing and uh, <laughs> decreasing blood pressure, mm-hmm. improving not only the the collagen production in your skin, but the growth in your hair as well. It was supposed to have all kinds of yeah, anti-inflammatory. So it was supposed to have a, a number of different benefits. Each color 
of the wavelength or of the of the spectrum was supposed to have, uh, was supposed to correspond to different benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, more recently, uh, personally, each night my girlfriend puts on this like Tony Stark Iron Man yeah, mask, like and right really, on her face, and it re- directly on her face yeah. and presses the button, and it's like battery powered or whatever, and it pumps red light directly onto her skin because mm-hmm. she's trying to look. Even more beautiful, as if that was possible. So nice of you. As if so, how long does she possible. wear it? Uh, like three minutes. And yeah. how long has she had it? Now, maybe a couple of months. Okay, maybe okay. a couple of months. Um, and yeah, she she likes it. I think it. She says it's also relaxing mm-hmm. as well. It also kind of like helps her. It's most part of her her, her ritual nighttime. And routine. did you say she does it every night? Every night. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Like I have my own experiences oh. what I'm about to talk about, but I'm sure there's people listening to this going, what the fuck? What are we even talking it's a about? Thing. What are these, we're we're going to talk about this. Like we're going to talk about this, but people are going, this sounds so hokey. But here's my, been my experience. Uh, one was very similar to yours. And that is going into like more of a, I'm not going to call it a wellness center. I'm going to call it more of like an, it was like estheticians, but there was like uh they did some, uh, they did some like teeth whitening in there. There was a tanning salon in there. Uh, they had, you know, some massage therapists in there or whatever. It was kind of one of these type of joints. And they had some red light therapy in there. And it was for exactly the same things you just said. This is where people were going in there because of the, uh, specifically for their skin and anti-aging effects. And so I thought that was very interesting. And I looked at it, I go, what the fuck? Like you're charging people for, to stand in front of red, red lights. This is okay. This was probably... 10 years ago. Um, and I just never got behind it. I was like, okay, that's weird. But this is, these people are coming in, they're paying the premier holy shit version for the membership, which gives them tanning and teeth whitening and massages and Botox and all that other stuff. That's just not me anyway. So I think I just kind of wrapped it up in my discounting. It is like, Oh, it's just another crazy thing people are doing like cold wrapping and shit like that. Um, and it's not just a red light bulb. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's not just a red light. You can't just yeah. paint your you can't yes. just paint your 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 halogen bulb and your in your lamp red yeah, and expect yeah. the same benefits. Yeah, keep your bedroom activities to yourself. <laughs> so, but my other experience with this was later, and that was in a uh, in a clinic with some basically some highly trained operators that were uh, one specifically who had a shoulder injury, and uh, it kind of looked like a scene from Star Wars. And just thinking back, like I feel like there may have been a scene. From like maybe like Empire Strikes Back or whatever I don't know maybe it's when Luke's getting his arm his his biomechanical arm or he's <laughs> yeah. under in the thing I don't know and uh, for you Star Wars nerds out there I could be totally wrong about this but I feel like I remember them using some type of red light therapy on him yeah. but they had a contraption on him and they were doing some very focused red light therapy on this on this uh, this guy uh, for a shoulder to help him get better and it was about um, tissue rejuvenation uh, and anti it's and it's anti-inflammatory effects or impacts. Uh, and cell regeneration, or let's just say cellular health within that, mm-hmm. with that particular area for the recovery process. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. And it was explained to me very quickly kind of what was going on at the time. And at that point, I was like, okay, this is stepping out of the, you know, the, the aesthetics, the beauty, the beauty yeah, the beauty what slash wellness space and more into, it was, you know, I was exposed to it in a little bit different space. So uh, again, people might be listening to this going, what in the hell? Like, but there's other people out there that have heard about this, may be curious, and there's other people that have really dug into this and 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 know about the benefits of red light therapy. So I want to talk through some of these things because again, it sounds really hokey. It's and for me, I gotta be honest, like I was like, this is bullshit. 
Like mm-hmm. we are, this is just one more, one more way to, to, to take money from people. But the reality of it is there is a ton of science behind this. There sure is. Tons of science behind it. And it's been around for centuries. Long time. Like light mm-hmm. therapy in general has been around for a very, very long time. So, uh, you know, as we, 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 we did the cold therapy uh, episode a while back. And then, you know, somebody's like, so when are you going to do the other side of this? When are you going to talk about the, the, the light therapy and the and more specifically heat? Yeah. And so we're going to talk about saunas here too. And kind of, uh, some of, some of the benefits there as we get into this, because people are using like infrared or red light saunas as, and, and mm-hmm. with red lights inside the sauna, they're kind of getting the benefits of, of, of both. both. But yeah, so let's go back to the science work and kind of where it came from. This stuff goes way back. There's been a lot of research around light therapy. It goes back centuries, but even in, you know, into the early 1900s, there was quite a bit of studying being done on this stuff and, and how it helps people and how it could help you. Um, couple of, you know, a couple of the benefits would be like what they, what they discovered. And we'll talk about kind of how this works, but like muscle recovery, uh, was, is in like perf- sorry, for physical performance was a big one. They recognize that people are recovering faster, like it's delaying soreness or just mitigating it. In, in a lot of cases, it's helping them get back from a performance, measurable performance increases uh, nearly immediately, uh, which was, you know, for anybody out there that's lifting and staying active or is trying to perform, that's, that's one thing. The other thing was skin health, which we already mentioned here. Obviously, huge market there. Oh, yeah. Um, and what's going on there? Like, well, well, with the skin health thing, like what, what exactly is happening? Um, maybe it's time to kind of get in the science a little bit, but effectively like think about the sun and and maybe this people can understand this, but you think about the sun and it's like this huge ball of energy, right? And it's, it's emitting all kinds of energy off of it. And there are wavelengths of energy that come from the sun or come from lights in general. Um, and those, those wavelengths at different levels they will affect, they literally affect human biology, uh, circadian rhythms, uh, how your your body responds hormonally to different things. So when people say like, you know, like, well, the, the moon, sun and stars and aligned and I felt this way or I'm in this, uh, what's the, um, like the, there's these points on the earth, they call these, I forget what it's called, it's coming to me, but it's like, like we're, um, uh, the the spot in Arizona, I want to say Zion. It's not Zion. That's oh, uh, that's Sedo- Utah. Sedona. Sedona. Yeah, it's like a, a vortex, right? Like people talk about the energies that they feel, well, and and how that impacts their biology or impacts their their internal chi or whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be. Well, there's some truth in this in terms of how light waves can impact our biology, and so uh, specifically with red lights, and it has to be the right type of red light with the right with the right frequency actually impacts the mitochondria. It stimulates the mitochondria. And we've talked about mitochondria a little bit before. The powerhouse the of power. the cell. Everybody's, <laughs> exactly. We're cracking up because everybody that went through like sixth grade, yeah, sixth grade ninth grade biology. Yeah, yeah, sixth and then had to take it again in the ninth grade or whatever. Like they heard about, you know, the mitochondria being the powerhouse of the cell. And that's where energy specifically ATP is created, um, which is hugely important in Basically, it's the it is the basically the currency in which our body runs on at the end of the day from an energy perspective, and so it can help produce more. And that that mean that being once that's produced and you have more of that floating around your system, it can make all the other cells and all the other uh, metabolic activities that are going on inside of your body uh, that much more efficient and effective. And this is fucking documented. So people are going whoa, right? TP <laughs> gains for sure. So think about, let's go back to the beauty thing. So the skin thing, like, uh, if you are, uh, if you're doing this for your, your, your skincare, your beauty routine, 
the the processes that we were just talking about, part of that is the collagen regeneration process. Mm -hmm. So it can help um, not take wrinkles away, but help with the collagen, which, which was within the skin, right, to fill out the spaces so that you don't look have as wrinkles. You don't have the wrinkles. You don't look as wrinkly, <laughs> if you will. Uh, which is really interesting. Uh, same for stretch marks. Yep, I was going to say scarring. Yeah, same for for like stretch marks. If you've been, if if you've gone through pregnancy or even like puberty, uh, that's a thing uh, where it can it can help with this. Uh, it's regenerating those cells, cells. to basically backfill uh, what 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 you did not already have, which is really interesting. Um, the beauty piece is the other part for me is like. She'd asked you, how long she, you say she puts this um, thing on for? Like three minutes. Yeah, I think it's about three minutes. Okay, so, it's supposed to be. So let me ask you this. So this has been the last couple of months or whatever. Mm -hmm. Does she spend less time and or less money on makeup and the time that she spends putting it on since she started using this? Maybe, but maybe not for that, that specific reason. Um, or maybe for other reasons gotcha. that she was just spending too much money to begin with. Um, <laughs> but, um, oh. Oh. but, uh, yeah, as far as, I've heard I mean, this. she's, she, when she first got it, she was like, okay, I have 30 days to try this. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not satisfied, I'm going to return it. Cause it was fairly expensive. Yep. Um, they're not cheap. They're affordable, she, but they're not she cheap. She still has it. So I, I'm, I'm guessing she's gotten some result that she that she's is, happy with. is, yeah, is happy with, is satisfied with. Do you think yeah. she's had a result? Just kidding. Yeah, I was setting you up. Don't Steven, answer that. Yeah. Don't answer Steven, that. don't you answer that. <laughs> we, have, we, have to, we have to stick together I'm on this trap shit. Door. I was telling him not yeah. to answer. Don't you dare answer that. Uh, the, the, the reason I asked that is because I've, I've heard uh, and talked to other people where they have these devices right at, at home. And you mm -hmm. just mentioned one that was actually very directed at their face. They, they make these, these, uh, these red light panels. They can be, you know... Any number of sizes, they make full-size panels where you can stand in front of it. You know, so I've, I've heard of people having two, like one for the front, one for the back, so they don't have to rotate, you know. Stackable as well, I think. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can mount them on walls. They can be freestanding. I've heard people put them in their closets. They put them in their bathrooms. You know, they, they have them, you know, they can go, they're movable, they're portable, but they have these ones that directly go on your head. And um, it's a, it's a, it's a mask that, yeah, there's a, it's on there. <laughs> there's, yeah. I mean, there's a company that came out with one that actually, so we go back to like hormonal, I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that one in a second. But the point of this is, is what I heard, what I heard said was I'm now spending less money and less time putting on makeup because I'm now standing in front of this, this light. So I've made this investment in this thing. I, I don't feel like I need as much makeup, cover up, filler, whatever the hell the ladies call this stuff. I don't have to put that on, but I'm already spending, you know, 15, 20 more minutes. Some, some ladies are a little bit more high maintenance, I guess, in terms of how long it takes to put on this, this makeup. I don't have to do that because I'm, I now have, you know, I'm getting this benefit. Yeah I, think, yeah. yeah. I think over time that would be the idea, right? So there's probably a lot of dudes listening to this going, dude, get to the hormone stuff, get to the testosterone stuff. So, okay. So <laughs> let's move on to the hormone stuff. So Huge benefits from a hormone from a hormone perspective, and I mean this science is mm -hmm. wild uh, with regard to uh, men, particularly an increase in 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 male testosterone huh? with direct application. Go on, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> direct application of red light to their balls, right, <laughs> to their testicles. Like, and this is not again. This is not like woo woo. Like we're just trying to find, you know, the 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 scientific study that proves what we're 
this has been documented over and over. Like over a hundred percent. Over a hundred percent in some cases for some males, depending on in, in certain studies that they've done. This is not hard information to find. You can go out and find it. It's really easy. So from a hormone perspective, and and by the way, so from testosterone, also the balance of estradiol to estrogen for both men and women. Uh, very, very important when you look at those 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 components, and more specifically, the production of DHEA, natural production of DHEA, which is the precursor to testosterone. Uh, so, and your sex hormones there. So, you know, you, as we get older, as we age, and we go through this oxidative stress, and our body's processes start to slow down. We talked about this in the Fitness Over Forty podcast, but the the your 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 body's production of these precursors will slow down. So, thereby, you should expect that your your um, excuse me, your production of the hormone that, that this is the precursor to would be diminished. Uh, you can supplement, you can do other things, but red light therapy is a, is a, I mean, huge alternative to this uh, specific to, you know, increasing uh, hormone production, particularly like just hormone health in, in general. Um, so that, that, that one's a super interesting one as well. But like, I believe it was, I, I don't think I'm talking an, I'm misspeaking here, up to 200% more mm-hmm. in certain males based on their, their current condition. Like that's- I've a, read that too. So if you're way under and you're up 200%, you're still under, you're still way better than you were mm-hmm. um, at, at pre 200%. So a pre 200% increase, which is, which is interesting. So again, so there's these wavelengths and they, imp- they impact your biology and it really comes down to how it's impacting the, the mitochondria within the cell, um, which they're really, there's, when I think about it, there's not another thing out there that could impact that, uh, you know, from like a supplement or exogenous or, you, you know, like an external therapy to improve that outside of improving your health just in general at all the levels, right? Exercising, managing oxidative stress, managing your, you know, um, all the, the, let's just say the, the uh, allostatic stress, uh, your diet, the foods that you eat, staying hydrated, all of these things. I mean, you can get a huge benefit from this from this red light red light therapy, which is interesting. So we also we obviously mentioned the uh, the, the inflammation piece. Mm-hmm. So if we're if we're increasing the healing pathways, or, or, or sorry, we're increasing these energy pathways, we can increase the healing pathways. So it also increases blood flow and circulation. So as we start to get into the sauna piece, that's a big part of uh, of the sauna and the heat. So if you're if you're trying to manage a recovery and or a healing process going back to to the dog with mm-hmm. the amputation, uh, red light therapy, again, tons of science around these very specific things, which I find very interesting. I'm kind of going off on this. Mm-hmm. Have I left stuff out? Like, is there stuff that we got to fill no, back filling? No, I don't, I don't think so. And the other thing about it is it's non-invasive, right? I mean, it might be a little cost prohibitive for some individuals, but I mean, it's a non-invasive therapy. Yeah, it's it, for hundreds of dollars, you could have this stuff in your home and, you know, spend spend time in front of it and reap these, these rewards. Now, here's a couple of things about that. One there's one of the things we know is this is not something you just do on occasion. Mm-mm. In order to get the benefits of the red light therapy, you need to be doing this very consistently. On a daily basis. Yeah, on a daily or multiple days per week basis because the impacts and the results, the positive impacts that you get sort of build on one another over time. So, you know, you can't just go, oh, I'm going to do this today because I feel shitty and expect to feel better. Uh, it doesn't work like that. Uh, doing it once a month, you're probably not going to get any, you know, a whole lot of benefit from that. Maybe you get some acute benefits for for a very short period of time, but this is really something you want to stay consistent with. So that was one thing to think about. Um, 
other thing to think about is, is like, again, I just mentioned, like you, you mentioned the dog mm-hmm. and I mentioned the the guy who was trying to heal up that shoulder. There are, there are, there are different types of these lights and not all of them are created the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a thing. So, you know, you could be purchasing something that isn't that in, in effective. Um, and, but you could also be purchasing things that maybe have a little bit more strength, uh, in terms of the, the Wave wavelengths length. that they're putting up, putting out, which could be a little bit, for lack of a better term, like more potent and you need to be careful with this. Um, but that's something to think about. So you mentioned the face one, I mentioned the full body panel. They have things that will sit in, like over your head. head and on your head to, to, to impact like certain areas on your body. I mentioned that a contraption I saw that was strapped to this guy's shoulder. Um, I didn't see it on anybody else. So I don't know what it would look like if they had to strap to his rib cage or, you know, his hip or some, you know, some big junction, you know, in his body, maybe, maybe it would have been different. I don't know. But so there's different ways that you can apply this, but the, but most people going back to the, to the health and beauty side or looking for, they're, they're either going to get something that very directly impacts whatever part of their body they're trying to impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being the face or your hips and thighs. If you've got, uh, you know, if you've got that cellulite, you're trying to, the only way to get, I want to be clear about this. The only way to get rid of cellulite is to lose body fat. Like that's the only way to do it. However, if you have more collagen in your skin, it looks a little bit smoother, right? You maybe may, may not see those dimples that the cellulite gives as much if you have that collagen, uh, a collagen underneath there. So, um, but you know, again, you can stand in front of a full panel and you can do it by the way, this is not going to bother. This shouldn't hurt your eyes. Mm-hmm. This is actually their health benefits to. Yeah. That actually can improve it, eyesight. Yeah. So again, just like everything else, this is it's crazy. I mean, people are going, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Sounds uh, too good to be true. Yeah. That's the way I kind of looked at it too. Although I will say, because I've been in front of one before, I would not recommend staring directly at it. Yeah. It is bright as shit and they will, it will mm-hmm. be uncomfortable, but it can have sort of ambient benefits on your eyesight. But I wouldn't like sun gaze at the, <laughs> at the, uh, I don't catch you light. off guard when you flip it on for it, sure. Yeah, you it's, turn it it's on, you're like, bright. whoa, yeah, it's, it's bright. pretty bright. Yeah. Um, Part of this is like going back to like the consistency in which you use it is finding a time where it makes the most sense mm-hmm. for you to do it and, and the dosages that you get it, get it in. It seems to going be- Going back to the, also the why, why you're using it cor- too. Correct. Right? Yeah. So the, so. yeah, exactly. The, you know, am I using this for hormonal health? Am I using this for my skin? Am I using this for healing or anti-inflammatory properties recovery? It seems that science kind of says that it seems the sweet spot is somewhere between five and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh at a time, at a dose, if you will, depending on what your, you know, what your, your, your goal is with this stuff. So uh, thinking about that and fitting it into your lifestyle, like where would this fit in? You know, if you're already doing like a nightly skin routine or hair routine or whatever that you might be doing, uh, maybe that's a good time to do it, but you could literally, so you're throwing this thing on, throw on a podcast, listen to your podcast while you're playing Iron Man. With your with your head <laughs> or whatever, maybe that's a thing. Or you know, answering your emails, you can be sitting in front of the light or working on your computer. I know, I know a guy who sits in front of his desk all day and just has that thing, you know, over his head. Streaming down. It's just streaming down over his over his head. Um, I wonder, and, is he doing it um, half closed? No, 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 just just as just doesn't have a hat on. He's okay. just going on the top of his head. So there's different there's different applications there. But yeah, somewhere between like five and twenty minutes seems to be the sweet spot. So if you're trying to get your whole body. Uh, yes, you could do this naked going back to the, going back to the, uh, you know, the, the hormonal Hormonal. health and sunning your nuts. Uh, you could do this, um, again, 
do 10 minutes one side and turn 10 minutes the other. You're not not laying directly on the light or you're not, you don't have to be like touching the light, but you're in close proximity to it. I think, yeah, some places you go, you're in like a chamber type of thing. It's almost like a tanning bed. Like a pod. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pod tanning bed type of, type of a structure. Yeah. It's interesting. I I think, you know, we talk so much on this, on the show about, you know, health just in general, specifically about the, you know, like gut health nutrition and there's a ton of research. It's crazy. There's like hundreds of peer-reviewed studies with how this red light therapy is is impacting positively impacting the, the gut biome, the microbiome within the gut. Uh, and again, think about this. You know, mitochondria being such an important part of you know cell health and cell structure. The healthier those guys are, the healthier everything else could potentially be. Uh, so there's there's been direct studies done around gut health and and uh, and red light therapy, which is which. That I didn't realize. That just came up in the last couple of days as I was looking into this a little deeper. Um, and you can imagine. So as we start to go through, we, you know, Stephen has talked about, um, you know, the 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 gut um, and brain and liver triad. There is even more research on going back to the guy who sits with it over his death or his desk. Sorry, the cognitive benefits of red light therapy um, for brain health um, for. Uh, improved memory, improved mood, improved focus. Like the shit seems too, <laughs> too good to be true, <laughs> but it, uh, it continues to turn out the more the, these studies they do, it continues to turn out some really cool stuff. Um, so red light ther- therapy is something to consider. The other part of this was we were talking about it was, is when you look at some of the research around red light, infrared or near infrared light, which again is a different type of wave. It affects the body a little bit differently in a couple different ways. Are is sauna, um, and then if we're going to talk about that, we talk about like the the steam room too, and kind of the compare and contrast there. But uh, I know Stephen, you're you're into the saunas or the the hot the hot the hot boxes. Uh, how does this play in in terms yeah. of like similar benefits? Well, in term, I mean, everybody always wants to go to the, and everybody always thinks, I mean, going to the sauna, I'm going to sweat out my sins and the bull crap that I eat and I'm going to detox out, you detox. know, yeah, I'm going to detox and, um, you know, and, and maybe some of my fat cells will, uh, seep out through my sweat. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll lose some weight at the same time. I think that's what people kind of think of when they go into a sauna. Oh, they 100% yeah. think that yeah. they're going to sweat their fat out. Yeah. Um, but there is, uh, again, a great deal of research about the benefits of particularly dry saunas. Mm -hmm. And if you look at Nordic cultures, they're like, yeah, we've been doing this for, you know, hundreds, if not thousands. My ancestors, bro. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. 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 exactly. Exactly. The Vikings were into the, into the Swedes, your Norwegians, your Native Americans as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you, when you look Uh at the sweat lodges, you go down Mm -hmm. to South America, Central America, like all Mm -hmm. over, like this is, this is, centuries man centuries mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so and i think it it it's basically a form of hormesis which is a an intentional stress that you're putting on your body that has a um a uh, positive adaptive response or stimulates a positive adaptation um you're basically putting your body into an uncomfortable position and stimulating resilience from your body so if you're going into a a sauna uh, your heart rate is going to increase yep. and it can basically, it can mimic cardiovascular, uh, or it can mimic exercise and it's cardiovascular, uh, it's a vasodilator, right? Yeah. Opens up the, opens up the blood yeah. vessels, right? Yeah. Increasing circulation and therefore, uh, decreasing blood pressure. Um, there, uh, I've read some interesting things about 
your um, insulin sensitivity and how saunas can improve your insulin sensitivity and your blood sugar. Um, and there is something to be said about the, you know, sweating and detoxing. There is, there are benefits to that as well. Mm -hmm. You hear about if you're trying to stop smoking, mm -hmm. going into a sauna can be, can be beneficial for that withdrawal process, but it's something I've done personally for, for a long time. Uh, I like to do it before workouts just to kind of loosen up, uh, after workouts, stretch in there, just, you know, kind of, you know, loosen yourself up. Yep. It's relaxing as well. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I really enjoy the, uh, I really enjoy the, the blood sugar benefits uh, that that's something that is, uh, maybe not as obvious to most people. Your sauna experience, yeah. is it infrared, uh, near infrared or wet? So, so I've done, dry. I've, I have used infrared saunas that are, it's a dry sauna with the infrared light, mm -hmm. um, both with an infrared, um, I'm sorry, a, a red light, uh, tower in it. And then just a sauna that emits the, the wavelengths, the infrared wavelengths. I've also, you know, just been in your standard gym dry sauna at the, you know, 24 hour fitness or wherever, um, done that, uh, steam rooms as well. Um, although I stopped doing that a while ago and we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm not as big of a fan of steam rooms. Yeah. We got to talk about that. And, uh, so, uh, it's been, yeah, just, yeah, your, your standard at the gym dry sauna, or I've used the, the infrared sauna version as well. So going back to the science, particularly with the saunas, we were just talking about like the the history, you know, behind the stuff in the, the the Nordic countries, particularly like Finland has tons and tons, years and years of research uh, surrounding the benefits of using uh, the dry saunas. And specifically, you know, and then, you know, back in the day, it, used, it was just hot rocks and they would occasionally, they would manage that by putting some water on the rocks. So it wasn't like a it wasn't like a steam room, but there was some element of that to keep the heat, the relative heat up um, as they, as they, they do this. So it's part of the culture, right? Uh, and again, yeah, we talked- It's a social. Yeah. It's a social thing. Yeah. It's also a health thing. Uh, but there's, a, there's a, again, through the, through over the years and through the, the, the process of kind of learning about this stuff, they did a ton of research on this. So there is a lot, a, a ton behind the dry sauna stuff. And- more recently, that you've started to see the stuff with the infrared and red light therapy integrated with the the sauna and all the benefits that we've all the benefits that we've mentioned here. More, most importantly, the the cardiovascular and brain health or cognitive benefits of of being in there. You mentioned, you know, the, basically the response that the body gives to to that heat and that that stress. And in there, you're looking at something like it's like 170 to 200 degrees or something like that is kind of that sweet spot. That's what your general dry sauna is, um, and that's that's hot. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've ever been in one of those, like it literally open the door, it's like it takes your breath away. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Um, so if you haven't done this or been in there, things to work, things to think about that would be different maybe than red light therapy would be like dehydration, right or um, low blood pressure. If you're going in with an already existing condition, like is this something that you really want to be doing to yourself um, without any, you know, pre maybe previous advice or you know, checking in with your physician or or your practitioner or something about it. I don't know, but uh, the 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 point I was trying to make there is we're moving into the steam room. 
there's not a lot of research around the steam room. You don't hear it mm-hmm. talked about nearly no. as much because they don't do that. They don't do that in those countries where the, all this research has happened. That's, that's a big part of it. It's not that there isn't any, it's just, there's not a lot and it's not super conclusive. Now, in terms of benefits from steam room, like similar, right. In terms of getting your heart rate up and, and increasing the circulation, it can help with, uh, with, let's just say, uh, sore joints because it can help lubricate and loosen. Uh, think about this kind of heating up the tissue around there. It can, you know, moisturize the skin to a certain extent, you know, cause there is moisture in the air. So if you're looking to kind of rehydrate the skin that works until it doesn't, there's a point where you can start to, you know, diminish return, d- d- yeah. you get a point of diminishing returns there. That's another one of those things. Um, you know, if you're having congestion, you've got some type of like sinus or upper respiratory thing, it can open up yeah lubricate, hydrate, yeah. And hydrate, sinuses, yeah. yeah. Hydrate those sinuses. I mean, now there's so many, like one of the, the go-to treatments for a sinus infection or some type of like a, an upper respiratory thing is a, as a sinus rinse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's been around for a long time, but people are like, you know, before we used to try to dry it out, yeah. you know, like with a, with, with a drug yeah. or a nose spray or something mm-hmm. else. Now it's like, no, let's keep them, let's keep them, you know, hydrated and, and healthy. Uh, so thinking about cellular health and what your body's trying to do from an immune response perspective in terms of getting stuff out and keeping that stuff moving through, it sounds gross, but yeah, so that, that was another sort of benefit. Now, difference between the dry and the, and the steam room is significant in terms of heat. Mm -hmm. So we're talking maybe closer to like 120 degrees, uh, to maybe a little bit hotter, like 150, I think it goes maybe as much as 160, but obviously like steam heat is way more intense than than uh, than dry. dry heat. I mean, uh, the way to think about that is like go to it's it's way different. Like go to Arizona in the middle of the summer where it's 120 <laughs> degrees outside, or or go to the Bahamas or Hawaii or something like that closer to the equator where it's 120 degrees outside and the humidity difference is much much different. It impacts the body much differently. Um, now that said. Uh, Again, going back to research and what the science says, not a lot of research and quite frankly, not a ton of benefit, not a ton of known proven benefit from the sauna versus the, uh, or excuse me, the steam room versus the sauna. Um, there are some other downfalls, I think, to to the sauna. And we've talked about them before. Like the sauna or the steam room. Sorry, the steam room. Yeah. Uh, I, I worked, I said this before, I worked in large, for a large corporation. We had this, these, these things in our, in our clubs. Uh, some of the weirdest, wackiest, grossest shit I've ever seen in my life happens in saunas and steam rooms in, in public places, right? (laughs) Public gyms. Uh, just like my faith in humanity is really challenged, you know, in, in places (laughs) like that. I had to, had to deal with things, clean up things. Uh, I mean, there was one, one time I literally, there were, there were people cooking, in the dry sauna, uh, in a particular location on the, basically over the heating element in the gym. Yes. Uh, this was, uh, it was, this was interesting. Obviously that was a, it's a fire hazard. It's disgusting. Uh, but they were in there sitting in there. This is a particular world culture that happened to be in this, in this particular steam or, uh, sorry, dry sauna together. And they were heating, they were cooking on the heating element. I'm not even going to get into what I've seen in steam rooms, but that said, what I would say I see in steam rooms that is unavoidable based on the temperature and the moisture that's being brought into the environment. Oh, I can only imagine. It's, it's a literal stench. Petri dish, yeah. right? It's, I mean, 
Think about bacteria and bacterial overgrowth, You're fungus. Supposed to shower before you get into those things. Yeah, come on, man. Like even even with the best intentions, shit's getting tracked in and, and whatever else. So I don't like saunas because I or us, sorry, I keep saying that. I don't like steam rooms, period, because of the potential health impacts there on the negative from just straight up infection. Like mm-hmm. that is a, there's a, it is literally a living, living Petri dish for all the bad things that are out there. I mean, bacteria think about it. Bacteria loves heat. Bacteria, and fungus, yeah, virus, exactly. you know, whatever, just easily exchanged versus in the other environment, that dry sauna, not tolerant to that at all. So, uh, you are, you know, generally speaking, going to be much safer in a, in a situation like that. Again, as so long as it's kept clean and the people coming in are doing a good job of keeping it clean. But, uh, yeah, those steam rooms are a little, and then twofold, the infrared saunas. So my understanding with the infrared saunas is that the heat there is even less than a dry sauna. So it could be anywhere between like 107 to maybe like the lower teens of the hundred. Something to consider. Yeah. yeah, the one that I the one that I used was like 145. Was okay. Where it was, yeah, it was where it was set. Yeah, because you're getting the heat from the sauna, but you're also getting the heat from and the intensity of the wavelength from the red light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from the infrared. And so that, that compounds. And so you, while you're getting benefit, uh, it's a little bit more, and it's a little bit more intense going back to the, you know, what can grow and what can, what can live. Uh, I'm no, uh, I'm no epidemiologist on that kind of stuff and what, what, you know, bacteriologist, I guess <laughs> I had to take it in, in college. I hated it. Uh, but you know, again, like there's, there's things there, obviously if you have access to it at home or, you know, in a private facility or something that's really well kept, that's not something I worry about. But certainly if you're going to like a bigger gym or your bigger facility where they have a, a steam room, my advice is stay the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how good they try to keep it, I just wouldn't, wouldn't go near it. I just seen too many things. There's other parts to the steam room too. We were talking about before. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I always, I'm always thinking about, okay, it's hot in there. It's moist. Your pores are opening and you know, your, your pores are porous. It's, it's not a, it's not a barrier that things cannot get through. Um, so you are in a steam room. Obviously this is not some type of purified water that's being used to create the steam. It's just tap water. So you're essentially absorbing whatever is in the tap water through your skin, or at least in theory, I don't know if that is actually a hundred percent factual, but it seems to make logical sense, at least that, you know, I'm, I'm absorbing anything that is in that steam through my skin, which whatever is in your local tap water. Right. That's a, I mean, we talked about environmental factors earlier in terms of, and previously in terms of hormonal health and how they impact deodorants, lotions, things like that. If people are walking in with these things on into these, in these particular facilities and you're got your open pores and you don't want that stuff Mm -hmm. on there. Look, there's all kinds of things people rub on their bodies, right? They rub exogenous hormones on their body. There's testosterone cream. There's estrogen creams that get rubbed on there. So when you're going into these facilities and you're now, you're now opening up your pores, that's, it's a permeable membrane, right? I mean, that, that person is rubbing it on themselves for whatever their, their medical uh, reason is, and it's being absorbed that way. You walk into these things and you sit down and I'm, again, I, this is not a hygiene you know, personal hygiene uh, um, uh, podcast. But the point of this is, is things to think about when you go in there and what, what you're exposing yourself to. So, but that doesn't take away again. I just want to reiterate the, the positive benefits coming from red light therapy specifically, and even the combination of that and dry sauna. 
uh, with regard to all the things we've talked about, skin health, heart health, respiratory health, cognitive health, uh, digestive or, or gut health, uh, anti-inflammatory response, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, like the, again, in terms of the devices, they matter. There are companies out there. We don't get paid by any of those companies, so I'm not going to mention any of them here. Uh, but when, if you get online and you're looking around, I would caution you, don't go to fucking Amazon to buy your red light. Uh, do your research. Do your, do your research. Uh, for hundreds of dollars, you can get into this, but obviously sky's the limit in terms of how much you want to pay and what your use case is. Uh, so yeah, huge, huge advocate for, for red light therapy, uh, and, uh, and for dry saunas. If we had both at the gym, I would be in there. I'd be, I'd be in there daily. I've even considered CC. We're kind of talking about this the other day, potentially purchasing, um, a red light panel, uh, for the use of, you know, our, our members here and, and obviously ourselves, cause we have some space to put it, but, um, oh, do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. You know that, uh, shower room that oh, never gets right. used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of showers back there and only one of them's ever used. So we could, we could throw it in there, but anyway, yeah, good, good talk. So I encourage people, Hey, if you have questions, I would too, like, I'd be really skeptical cause I was. So, um, I promise you, if you go out and just do a little research, there's literally a thousands, literally thousands of, of research documents on this stuff. Obviously, you some of lose are, time some, as far as yep. reading about it. Some are going to be better than others, but it won't it won't you it won't it won't take you long to find some some good studies. Even as a person that doesn't read this stuff to un, to to get into it and 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 uh, basically corroborate what we what we've told you today. So uh, get out there, be healthier, use red lights to do that. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Iron Sights. If you enjoyed our conversation, you can support our mission by hitting the subscribe button leaving a review and sharing the podcast with a friend. I'll see you on the next episode.